There are many things I will miss about my time at Headscape, but I'll tell you what, the tendering process is not one of them. In fact, I want no part of it in my new business venture, and that's because I believe that in most cases, the tender process is fundamentally flawed for both parties when it comes to digital services. Take, for example, the process by which we go about issuing an invitation to tender. We involve the wrong people in its creation, and I think often that can damage a project even before it starts. Many tender documents are the result of internal politics more than anything else. They're also written with little understanding of digital. And when somebody with digital experience does contribute to the process, they're often one voice amongst many and not a very senior one at that. Even if this process does end up with a half-decent brief, it still suffers from one major shortcoming. The people who are going to build the product are not involved in the decision-making process. Rarely is the agency involved in shaping a brief. In fact, an increasing number of cases, the agency has no contact whatsoever with the people that wrote the invitation to tender. And that is absolute insanity. It means the specification is written with no regards to the practicalities of its implementation. What is more, the client doesn't benefit from the depth of insight and knowledge that can be provided by the agency tendering for the work. None of this would be an issue if the brief was flexible and open for discussion. Unfortunately, that's rarely the case. The typical project I used to work on in Headscape was large and complex, with many stakeholders and complex challenges. It took a long time to agree upon the brief. This means that once it was issued by the client, they were very reluctant to amend it based on agency feedback. After all, that would mean weeks of negotiation to agree on the amendments. Not only was the specification inflexible, so was the budget. Agreement on budget happens months in advance, and this means that there's little or no uh, feedback from the people who are going to be involved in building the project. The figure selected is often just a stab in the dark, to be honest, and yet once agreed upon, there's a real reluctance to re reconsider it. Most invitations to tender are also, unfortunately, exposed to the just out-of-date processes of procurement departments. Most of the procedures created by these departments really are focused on the buying of commodities and they're just inappropriate for the commissioning of digital services. They limit communication and impose restrictions preventing agencies from providing an accurate quote, let alone make suggestions for improvements on the brief. These processes are sometimes so out of date that once at Headscape we were asked to deliver a website on a lorry. I am not kidding. That is true. The idea of these procurement processes is to ensure value for money and prevent fraud. But all they really succeed in doing is, is creating a competitive tender process that, to be frank, is farcical. To prevent favoritism or legal challenges, procurement departments often limit questions to written submissions only. Not only does this prevent discussion, it also undermines the selection of a good supplier. You see, one of the key skills required to be a good digital agency is the ability to ask poignant questions. Questions that uncover fundamental issues that need addressing. A good question will lead to an enlightening answer and that improves the quality of an agency's response. But in the interest of fairness, many procurement departments share these answers with all of the people who are tendering. And this means that everyone benefits from the insights, even if they didn't have the intelligence or the experience to ask the right questions. 
Also, the idea that a competitive tender process is anyway, in any way fairer is just ridiculous. If a client has a preferred supplier, forcing them to go through a tendering process, you know, a competitive tendering process does nothing but waste everybody's time ultimately. Many times we went through a competitive tender process even though there was no doubt that the client would select us at the end of it. And then there were other occasions when we knew we were just making up the numbers. We had no hope of selection because the client already had a preferred supplier and we pretty much guessed that that was the case. But it doesn't just waste the time of agencies. Reviewing proposals, carrying out pitch meetings, all of this stuff takes a lot of time. And that's especially true as most companies will involve several people in the selection process. Procurement departments address these issues, supposedly, by making competitive tenders unnecessary below a certain value. So what then happens? Well, this just leads to clients splitting projects to keep them below that threshold. The lesson here is a simple one. If somebody wants to circumvent these rules, they will do so. All you're doing is wasting people's time. Of course, it's easy for me to complain about the existing system, but what's my alternative? Well, I don't claim to be an expert in procurement, but it occurs to me that there are a few simple things that we could do to make procurement better, at least when it comes to purchasing digital services. First of all, Write briefs that identify a problem and request submissions for possible solutions. In other words, move away from specifying solutions and instead ask agencies to solve your problems for you. The client would receive more value for money from the agency and it would also provide more practical and cost-effective solutions at the end of the day. Next, don't leap straight into large projects with new suppliers. Start with a smaller project, the discovery and recommendations phase. That will help you to define the best solution possible and allow you the opportunity to discover the suitability of your supplier before committing to them for the big part of the project. This approach will also mitigate the risks and concerns that your procurement department are probably going to have. Finally, I would really encourage you to talk to your procurement department about an alternative approach to competitive tenders. Purchasing digital services is not like buying a commodity. You see, when you're buying a commodity and you ask for three quotes, then you've got something you can compare. And that's because all three quotes will be exactly the same commodity that they're quoting on. But when you receive three quotes for building a website, the chances are that it's very hard to compare all three. And that's because each agency will approach the problem from a very different angle and will offer a very different solution. The competitive tending process ultimately is about ensuring value for money from your supplier. So if you want to ensure that you get that, why not ask another digital professional check the pricing and deliverables from your preferred supplier? This second assessing partner will never have the opportunity to bid for the work, so this means that there will be no conflict of interest. You'd have to pay them obviously for this service, but compared to the cost of a competitive tender process, to be honest, this is good value for money. Now, I know what you're thinking. This may sound like a bit of a radical approach, but it's something I've done before and I can promise it does work. I've assessed another agency's bid and it led to a more productive, healthy discussion. And the end result was better value for the client and less time wasted. It also gave the agency more control over what their final deliverable was. The lesson here is simple. Just as digital is changing almost every aspect of how we go about doing business, it's also challenging how we approach procurement. 
it's time to consider alternative approaches to commissioning your website, approaches that will ensure better value from your supplier and deliver more appropriate solutions at the end of the day.